Thanks for tuning in to Street Fight Radio, the live stream. We do it every single week, Wednesday and Sunday nights. You can listen to Street Fight right on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, jump in the chat, talk to people. There's even a Discord as well. You don't have to be a Patreon to get to in the Discord. Um, there are folks that listen live during that as well. So lots of ways to interact and enjoy the show. We're glad you're here. It's just me and Brian. I'm Brett, if you didn't know that. He's Brian. Now you know that. We've been doing the show for nine years now. We are the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. And we are working through this with all y'all and uh, building a community of people ready to take the energy that's fighting for a different world and uh, trying to move towards actually putting that in place. So grab a seat, grab a drink, uh, enjoy yourself. It's Street Fight Radio. And if you want more of what we do, we are completely... Listener supported. We do not get paid to sell ad- to sell uh, mattresses. We do not get paid to sell groceries through the mail. Uh, we get supported from we get support from our listeners on patreoncom radio where you can find bonus content and what we do. Thank you for being here. How's it going, man? It's a weird, you know, sad day. You know, and today is. You know, the end of the Sanders campaign, so we're contending. There are a lot of people who hurt feelings. I mean, now that we're on the other side of it, I kind of figured this was going to happen. <laughs> I just didn't want to say it out loud. You know what I mean? I so, don't, yeah. I, I, I'm just, I'm saying it as in I was resigned to it for a while. I'm not like mourning. You sure. know what I mean? I feel guilty like I didn't believe hard enough yeah. in it. I was a naysayer. I have a re- tweet from like November that said this would happen. Um, and it wasn't, I'm not doing it to like, I'm not doing it to, to build up myself or anything. I just, I want, uh, I want people to, to plan for what they're going to do after that. I mean, think about what the situation is now, you know, now's the time to go to your plan B. Um, and I think that it, it takes disappointment to get people to do stuff. There's no other way, uh, to get people more dedicated and more spiteful <laughs> and more ready to fight. And, uh, you know, the op- the window is very open right now, and we're going to have um, a lot of opportunities in the coming years. So now we have the people, we have the networks, we have the groups, we have the names, we know who is down um, with the cause, and we just need to act on that. Yeah, yeah. That is that is the good way to bring it up. Also, uh, you're saying the sound is choppy? Oh no! Choppy sound. No, I think I fixed it. Choppy, oh, choppy, okay. choppy sound. Not Don't, choppy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're what? gonna do the uh, 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 WWE thing. I choppy choppy your PP off. No, which it was wasn't. offensive when they did it. I wasn't I was against. I was against it. No, I wasn't against it then, but I am now. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, I wasn't doing that. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess to all, I'll say this. Um. I'm not voting for Joe Biden. Okay. Definitely not going to do that. Where are you going to, you're going to let your family, is your family going to be mad at you for that? Yes. Okay. Maybe. I don't know though. My wife was pretty, my wife was pissed off today, which I found to be, I think part of the reason she was very pissed off is because we met, we mailed our absentee ballots yesterday. Uh-huh. And it's just like, we didn't even have a fucking chance yeah. to have any say in this. It, it, and, and basically, that's what makes it easier for me not to vote for it. Like, I didn't even have any choice in this at all. I didn't have any chance to do anything. None of the work we did here 
paid off really in the end. I mean, I guess we organized more people to our side and got people in the fold, you know, which is a good thing. We got a lot more people in the fold, but like, as far as the presidential election, it's just like, man, we went out and knocked doors and stuff like that. And it's just, uh, uh, it's a real bummer. It sucks. And I can understand like, like my wife was very much like, uh, Today, she was just like, this fucking sucks. This whole country sucks. Yeah, I just got to say this for me, the, <clears throat> my advice is you can't become like a 9-11 truther about this where like you become obsessed with cracking the code. Um, I'm sure that you could spend the rest of your life studying all of the millions of ways that uh, establishment Democrats fucked over Bernie Sanders and all the people that stand for his stuff and the mainstream media was against him. Uh, but it's not going to help, you know. I mean, he's he's the Bernie isn't going to cause a ruckus about it. He's just gonna he's just gonna nice. tip his hat and walk away. So don't worry about re- going over it. I mean, it's not going to solve anything. Yeah, no. I think we're done doing post mortems on electoral politics from now on. You know, it's just like I can't I can't believe in it. I, I listen. I believe in like Morgan Harper. And and AOC somewhat and Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar and there are I'm saying that I'm not like a nihilist when it comes to this thing. There are people that I believe what they say. Yeah. You know, and, and that I have some kind of respect for. People you're willing to back or vote for, yeah. Yeah. But as far as a big presidential election, I just Right. I think there's better uses of resources at this point. We can't I, I don't know. I get very, I get very down, right? Where I'm just like, we can't win that contest. Yeah. But we can win that contest if we build a base of local support and we don't let, like, if we start, like, we can build a base of local support and build, like, 50 separate fucking things, you know? And then we can have the power to move things, you know? I'm not saying I'm done voting i'll probably vote again i i don't see why if morgan harper is on the thing i'll vote for you know what i mean i'm gonna vote down ballot probably i don't know yet i don't know who's running and i'm not like a guy that's just like vote blue no matter who because i'm just not i won't i'm not blue i'm not a fucking democrat yeah we're not yeah (laughs) we have to we have to form some a new party yeah Um, i mean if we're gonna keep getting involved with that uh there needs just to be a spot where it's not it's it's not playing within their rules because the Democrats, uh, you know, they showed us who they are. They did. They don't like us. They don't want anything to do with us, and uh, they don't need us to win. According which was to that, kind of a mistake last time. Yeah, they. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, apparently they don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's do what Street Fight does, and uh, let's let's cover some working working people stuff. Does that sound good to you? Yeah, absolutely. This Sunday. I was on Twitter and I said, hey, you know, if you want to send us internal emails and information about what it's like to do your job, we will absolutely take it and and cover it yeah. and try to get it out to at least our people right? who could maybe then tell their people and then they can tell other people, you know? Like, yeah, just alleys full of people complaining to each other about workplaces they heard about. Right. And um, so I got a, I got a message from a person on Twitter. I'm going to keep them anonymous now because I don't know if they wanted me to say their name. And this is kind of a sensitive topic for for people who have jobs, you know, 
Uh, I, so I've been working at Lowe's and our management and our CEOs are capitalizing on the crisis. Our CEO does a podcast for employees where he explicitly states that it's vital we stay open so people can do renovations and projects while they stay at home. Now, I have the podcast. I haven't had the chance to listen to it yet, but I will be listening to it this week and yeah. we'll try to get it on the air yeah, for we, sure. We can, yeah, we can try to play it during the show or we can tack it on the end of this one on the podcast. Yeah, I, I have the podcast. Then we should play it, it on, let's play it on the show next imagine, week. Imagine, imagine you're a fucking person that like cuts the wood at Lowe's for people and then you also have to listen to a podcast. Like your CEO does a podcast and they're like, hey, it's important you listen to this podcast because he has a lot to say to you. Not, it couldn't be me. I would never do that. Yeah. I think those things are normally for um, all the ass kissers in the, in corporate. Right. But I mean, if they send it to the, if they send it to the employees, then I assume they expect the employees to listen to them. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if this person got it and they work on a, uh, at the register, then I'm sure they were expected to listen to it. I don't know why, because like you said, nothing they say is a... Uh, it's not like a dialogue between you and the CEO of, uh, yeah. of Lowe's. Like, if he took calls like we do... I'm I mean, fucking all for it then. Like, yeah. Anonymous phone calls. You can call in and talk to the CEO of Lowe's. I'd be fucking like, okay, that's a good this podcast. is a good podcast. That's this a is- good. That's an acceptable company podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's the only kind of company podcast I agree with. I mean, I just think about like, think about you're, you're in a Lowe's in a, in a, in a rural area or an underserved area that maybe an older Lowe's. And you're listening to this podcast, and this guy's like, "We're we want to we want to uh, streamline the whole process of checking out here at Lowe's. We're going to make it safe for all these people and all these initiatives." And you are like holding a scanner that you have to like bang in your hand, yeah, to yeah. get to work. Oh my you god, know, those things never. They always work. like saddle you with the worst possible broken ass technology. They never update the red registers or the systems. It's still that green MS DOS sign in on a, at a lot of those places. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, then the CEO just goes on and on about how they're, you know, advancing the purchasing, uh, purchasing pipeline. Or right, whatever. and a renovation thing is such a weird thing to be like. I mean, if you are at home, you have the time to do it. But should you be going to buy supplies to do it at the hardware store, making multiple trips maybe to the hardware yeah, store? Yeah, that is true. That's because nobody ever buys all the stuff the first time at the hardware store. It usually takes two trips to the hardware store, at least in my experience. Maybe, so maybe as part of the COVID um, relief package uh, for Lowe's and hardware stores, you'll be signed, uh, uh, you'll be signed, assigned a master carpenter that will look at your shit and say, you're going to need all this stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you don't come back more than once. <laughs> well, and then they, they sent me a tweet that said, my store isn't limiting occupancy to 100 people until the sale we have going on for garden products is over on Monday. Oh God, are you serious? Management literally said in a meeting that they want to capitalize on the crisis. Which, yeah. I mean, that was, here's the thing. The CEO maybe. Like, they don't understand that this culture happens from like the top where the if it was just the store manager saying we need to capitalize on this thing like that means the culture of your company is such that your store managers think 
that you have to capitalize on a crisis so that you can make more money because of a thing. Yeah. And like, it's uh, it, 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 like saying we're going to do it after our sale is a, a, a very weird fucking thing that I, I, I can't mean, imagine. Most- I mean, honestly, businesses won't shut down until the government makes them. I mean, that's where we've found is that they're like the Ohio bars are going to be shut down on 159, you know, a.m. on Monday. And the bars were open until 215 and like (laughs) get some roadie sodies, you know, they were not they probably have are having private events, too, right now. The head shop is open. The head shop is open? The local big head shop, the 24-hour one, they're just open with reduced hours. Okay. I'm like, how the fuck did they get an exception? I Look, I'm all for it. I, I, like, hey. What? I need, if I need a bong, I want to go be able to get my bong and not call it a bong because that's illegal. I went, I did go to a smoke shop, but not a, but it was like tobacco smoke shop, not like a bongs. Well, well they, they did have a lot of bongs though. Every gas station has bongs now. Right. Like, well, that's this a part is, of the gas station. This is a, a fine establishment in a strip mall. Okay? Oh, okay. Sell tobacco for less than you can get at other places. Oh. It's one of my little secrets. Okay. Okay. They have all the finest alien and Bart Simpson and Pickle Rick pipes that you could ever want. <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants, fucking silicone, bubbler, whatever. A pickle Rip. Pickle Rick pipe. There's a Pickle Rick Rick pipe at every smoke shop now. There's probably two to three of them, really. But yeah... Yeah, I was like, how did they get the exception that, like, coffee shops aren't able to get? Or that, like, uh, um, uh, I don't know, like, dine-in restaurants weren't, like, there were there are places that, like, no more than two people are ever in that had to close. But the head shop was like, hey, people got to get their cigs, kratom, and bongs, or they're going to go goddamn crazy in their house. And to tell you the <laughs> truth, I'm going crazy in my fucking house now. Oh, really? We've hit the fucking... You're going to stir crazy? We've hit it. Yeah, we've not, hit the fuck. We've hit any, the curve at my house. Like everybody's going nuts. Doing any porch sitting yet? Um, my wife just tried to get me to sit on the porch right before I came over here, but I was on my enormous couch uh-huh. in the chaise part of the couch with all the way back laying kind of down, and I was like, "Nah, I like this better than the porch chair." Okay, <laughs> so, so we I have did the not porch to look. T- forward to so i sat on the couch and talked to her through the window while she sat on the porch (laughs) (laughs) i just it's the stir craziness is really just about like the kid can't do anything yeah so well the kid meaning yourself right me and my daughter i call myself and the kid in my head yeah that's true sometimes i just (laughs) i'm like i was just thinking about this the other day it's like what do i really do in my life that is being upended by this. And the only real thing I can think about is extraneous trips to the store, you know? And I think it's good that I'm not doing that. So that I'm, I'm just like most of, like, I don't like going and walking around the mall at all. There's nothing there for me. I don't like the mall. I don't like going and walking around it, but that's one of the things we end up doing sometimes is like, if we're bored, let's just go to the mall. Let's just go to a store. So it's nice to like, I think we're going to break that habit now. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think we're going to go back to on board. Let's just go to a store. Cause we know what real boredom is and we can go out and do stuff. 
Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're, you have a new low. Yeah, this is the low right here, and it, yeah. like it, it's just like I get, I, I don't know, like it's it's like you're fighting. I'm fighting more. We're fighting more in the house. Like everybody's just kind of frayed from the whole thing, and yeah. like. You know, I do feel for teenagers because this is a time in their life that is like their friends are so much more important than their family. Yeah. It's just that's the way it is. My daughter had somebody drop cookies off on the front porch for her and it said, I miss you. And it like made me feel like real like they are like missing out on a lot of like hang time. Like they, they were they were really doing a lot of stuff together. And now all that stuff is just over, and it, it we don't even know when they're going to be able to do stuff together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because uh, her friends aren't allowed over to our house. I, I don't know if I would necessarily, if, like, if they've been quarantined for 14 days, I don't care if they come to my house. Like, so I, I am just, and my niece is only allowed to go to my house. It's okay. the only place she's allowed to go, so she keeps trying to stay the night. Like, in, like, really, like, she'll call my wife and be like, hey, I want to come over there and stay the night. And my kid's like, well, I'm, I'm trying to go to bed early tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to so, hang. It's just a really weird fucking time, man. Yeah. Today, I um I did have to go to the grocery store today to get Easter stuff. We and- canceled Easter in the Quinby house. Oh, amazing. Canceled. That's great. <laughs> um... And I don't know, part of me, it did, there was a lot more masks, more people have taken up putting on the masks. And uh, I think it was something about it was just, uh, I don't know, today was more absurd than the rest. It was just, I really couldn't make any sense of, you know, like we're doing all of this and you were, it's just, there's just a quiet terror, I guess, with people, you know, like, Where folks are just really scared of being next to folks. You know, we're not supposed to be, but when you see it in action, it's just it still feels personal a little bit. Like, what the fuck's wrong with me? You know, it's like, oh wait, we're not supposed to be near yeah. each other. I'm not supposed to stand next to you while I shop for water. You know, I found that I get annoyed when people get in the six feet of me. Yeah, like when yeah. I'm out doing my walk, and we're walking and we're about to cross each other on the sidewalk, and and like it's like. Like I'll have if there's a fence next to me, right? Then it's they need. I guess I could go out to the street. Yeah. But if it's a busy street, you can't really do that. Which no streets are busy right now, so you could go out there. Yeah. But I'm just sort of like when somebody gets super close to me, I'm like, what are you doing? I don't like that. Yeah. You stay away. I, my boundary has gotten enormous now. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I find that I don't know. I can't really tell. There was a really long line at. There was a really long line at the Plasma place today. Oh, no. Like, all the way out and around the corner of the building. And I've never even seen a line at the Plasma place before. I, like, I've never seen it. And, uh, you know, part of it is probably that they won't let a bunch of people in there at yes, the same time. that's true. So, that's a good thing. But uh, also seeing how many people are selling their Plasma. Look, people need it. It's fine. It's just depressing. It's a little bit depressing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, definitely the money, the, the, what for those procedures, the healthcare company, whatever they're billing for is way more than whatever they're, you know, they're paying $30 for that fucking plasma. They're paying $45. If you agree to go six weeks, you know, 
I'm so nervous to like do something like that, like because I'm afraid of needles. I've never done it before. Have you given plasma? I never have. I came so close a lot of times, but just uh, stole my way out of it. My wife came very close when we were we were like super broke for a period, and she was like, "I'll just go sell plasma," and I'm like. <laughs> Fuck. I didn't have the follow through because they're like, I had a friend that did it, but he was on like a plan. He had to do it. And it was like, you got paid shit the first time. But then if you went for six weeks or whatever the, the schedule was, you got like enough money where, you know, made it, it made worth, worth it. it. Yeah. yeah. What, what is, what kind of money was it? Do you know? A few hundred dollars. A few hundred dollars. I, I, I mean, think it was like, like 45 bucks. I believe it was 45, 30 or $45 somewhere in that range. So yeah, it was like, yeah, I don't know. That's, I, I I, there's probably plasma people in the chat, I'm sure. That's like my only hustle I probably didn't do. I'm Mon trying not to... Monkismo in the chat sold plasma many times. What's the payday on plasma? Yeah, help us with the payday on plasma. Because, like, I I didn't... That was why I'm so afraid of needles that I was like, I'll, just, I, I'll pawn something. I'm, I was very much a pawn guy. I, you could call me a pawn star. Really? As really? often as I pawned things. Holy yeah. shit. I was selling video game systems, video games, CDs, vinyl, and I would pawn, like, anything that I could get my hands on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I never... I don't know. I always... I think that I just always uh, live on less. Like, I, well, I never played around. Like, I had one nice car, got a repoed. And then it was like, I'm going to buy a piece of shit for cash. And when I couldn't afford to keep that on the road, I'm like, I'm just going to ride a bike. <laughs> like, I just, Dude, I don't try to get back in the game. I remember one time talking to my wife and being like, you know, you could probably get big money at the sperm bank. And that's just for J and O. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was something I wanted to try to get into. That one too. I remember you know? I never had, but I, I, when I was looking that stuff up, it was in like the newspaper and you had to like write to them and shit. There was not, I don't know. It wasn't easy. It, I don't know. I, I would don't. love to give sperm now. Now I'm thinking I want to do it. And they probably, money you don't need it. Oh, but I'm fucking handsome. Um, I'm very intelligent. Uh, I'm funny. I have a yeah. podcast. They, they want podcaster sperm. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, Race Brian, a podcast. Brian, if you were a racehorse, they would have shot you by now. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but I made a kid, so it works. <laughs> That's true. My, my cum works. And if you can Stop. get paid $500 to J.O., yeah. is that? It's probably 500 bucks. Maybe, maybe a thousand. Really? You could get paid that to just have someone watch you do it. You can only have to like do it for medical reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the medical. I like the clinical style of J-O. It's oh, like where it's a say. doctor thing. It's funny because they hand you dirty. Like the story you always heard is they hand you a dirty magazine and tell you to go into a room. Yeah. It's like, what a fucking dark thing that is. It's like. <laughs> like there's somebody at a clinic that has to collect pornography and have as many different kinds of pornography as they can have to send you into a room with a magazine so that you can then come out and hand them a cup very weird thing yeah do yeah. they get to pick the kind of guy when they do the sperm bank i just I don't feel know. like that I've seems never like the hustle it. there is just my thing you're just high quality Okay. No, I don't think it has to be high quality. I think people just want a kid, dude. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean there's plenty of those. We just we don't need any more made. I, I agree, but people are still going to buy that stuff. That's true. You know, there's still going to be clinics is what I'm trying to say. Sure. Like, I just couldn't. I was, I'm so afraid of needles that I couldn't, like, 
do the plasma thing. I actually talked, I, I think Jason did it and he left already, but I think Jason did plasma and he said it hurt and it takes forever. Yeah. Like they, you sit in a chair for a very long time. And they put the it plasma. back in and shit too. Yeah, no, I don't Somebody, that. So they said, actually, it's a reverse of what I said of for this person. $50 at first, but then it totally, and then it starts dwindling down to 25 Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, that's really weird. Oh, they do have a place here for the, the sperm, but they, uh, I wonder if I can get the prices. So they take it. Uh, that's right. I do remember that because they said that it's like, there's less plasma yeah. the more times they do it. So your blood is worth less. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. actually giving them your blood <laughs> and they're like, no, but this blood is. Yeah. You yeah. already, you've cashed in too much on this blood. <laughs> What do you think? What do you think your like? What do you think your lowest point was when you were broke? Like, what? What do you think? Like the time where you were like, I can't believe I fucking did that. You know what I mean? I think mine was mine was like, uh, 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 and I'll never forget this. And this was maybe when I started thinking like, and this okay, I had a job. At the cable car, I'm making pretty good money, and my wife was making okay money, and uh, we got way underwater on the car, and we had to <laughs> we had to sell a game system and all the games. We had to we sold everything we had that was worth any kind of money, and then we also had to borrow four hundred and fifty dollars from her sister, <laughs> and I think that was at the point where I was like. Everything I have wasn't even enough to like save my car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, 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 my car payment was three two eighty nine at the time. It's like, but we were like three or four months yeah. out on the thing. Yeah, I mean, my, I, I mean, it, it all revolves around the car, really. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, my, the, I felt the most depraved um, when. My girlfriend at the time, her car payment was like three months behind and they called and they said, basically, today's the last day. You need to pay it uh, or else. And so we called up her grandpa yeah. and said that uh, she needed a check for college and she was not going to school. She had been dropped out like already for a while. That's a smooth one. <laughs> yeah. So he wrote a fresh college check straight to uh straight to her so that we could keep the car rolling and i felt like such a piece of shit well you know me and, but he had too much money me and katie was stupid me and my wife used to be like hey you know uh the car's at a quarter of a tank and we don't get paid for three or four days um can we to her parents can we use your gas station card to fill up the tank? And then we would go and fill up the tank and buy two cartons of cigarettes and a bunch of snacks and groceries at the gas station. <laughs> take it back to, we are spending like $80 yeah. at the gas station. Grocery shopping. <laughs> so I guess we did. <laughs> yeah. 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 I it remember, was wild. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I remember hiding my car from the repo people. That was kind of fucking wild. Um, I don't know. I I never. I don't. I I can't. I don't think. I, I guess I probably wouldn't say. I'd have to really like do some therapy to figure out what I feel the most shameful about. Right. It is funny because I hung like, out with guys that did shit, and I mean, if I'm if you're there, you're doing it. Oh you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true too. It's like I hung out with so many people that were doing a bunch of 
wild fucking things. But I don't think anything I did was wild, yeah. you know? And then you think about it and you're like, that person that was hanging out with me at that time was thinking, I hang out with some people that do some pretty fucking wild <laughs> yeah, things. That's true. <laughs> you know? That's what I always think about with the, like even me growing up where it was like my parents, like in my house, you weren't allowed to say the word ain't. Like, my parents would yell at you if you said ain't. Yeah, that was popular back then. Yeah, you couldn't even say fart in some houses. <laughs> Crap was, like, yeah. inching towards the line sometimes, you know? Um, but you weren't... you In my house, you were only allowed to cuss if you were if it was in a song. But it couldn't be a rap song because there's yeah. too many cusses in those songs. But if you were singing, like, Janie's Got a Gun, okay, which has a cuss in it, you were allowed to sing it then. Yeah. You know. Okay. And you were allowed to say ass. This is so weird. You're allowed to say ass if it was a donkey. It was like a little loophole. Yes. That we were allowed was, to do. Yeah, that was the that was growing up in the nineties. Eighties, nineties. Were you allowed to say ain't? We were because we were proud hillbillies. <laughs> we, were ain't we would fight somebody that said you can't say ain't. That's what my parents taught me. Yeah, we would get yelled at a lot because I said ain't because everybody I grew up with, and, and that's, that's what, what I was getting, getting at. It's, it's like, like everybody, everybody I grew, I grew up, up with was, was like like a, like a redneck. It was yeah. like, that's who we all were. And I was because, ain't and I never realized this because my parents like acted like they were like the queen of England type aristocracy, you know? Yeah. Even though I didn't do anything. Like at this point now, I look back on it and I was like, you didn't really even do anything to be... Um, what, like you didn't really do anything to be fancy. You, yeah, you like drove a Chrysler Sebring, and you fucking went to the dollar fifty movies, and you would go out to eat at like Oh Charlie's once a week, you yeah. know. But they they carry. Ain't's gonna take down the whole family though. Yeah, they don't. They oh, dude, they used to be like, did you say ain't in front of other people's parents? I don't want people thinking the Queen Bee kids are saying ain't out here. We're not a bunch of uncivilized hillbillies like the rest of the people in this neighborhood that we live in and you surround yourself with and you go to school with yeah. and do all the same things. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, let's see. And I think we, we have some more emails. Uh, I got this one from somebody. And again, I can't, I don't know what this company does. It's called uh, Christy Lights. I can look oh, it up Christy and find Light. out. It looks, it sounds. I love that drink. I love Christy Light. I oh, dude, I'll fucking, oh, dude. I love, I love Christy Light too. You, you just tear the top off a little packet of Christy Light and pour it right in. <laughs> Pink lemonade, regular lemonade, oh. raspberry is good. This is a uh, stage company. Uh, they do the lighting. The lighting. Oh, man. You just got me thinking about <laughs> stuff. I, I wish Crystal I could. Crystal Light. I'm going to go on GoPuff and search Christy Light. Give me one of Christy Lights, my man. No calories. <laughs> my parents would buy it sometimes. I get so mad because it wasn't Kool-Aid. Because we like Kool-Aid my house. Yeah. Very Kool-Aid family. That was like um, that was like a parent's Kool-Aid that the kids wouldn't touch was Crystal Light. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I would still touch it, though. Yeah, you still got into the... God damn it, Brian. Who got in the crystal light? Yeah. We used to get yelled at all the time because my parents also bought, like, pop just for them, and we weren't allowed to have it, and they wouldn't buy it for us, uh -huh. right? So there would be, like, a 12-pack of 7-Up and a 12-pack of Diet 7-Up, or Diet Right. Okay. 
upstairs that none of us were allowed to touch. Okay. And I would fucking sneak a Diet 7-Up. or That's why I still love Diet 7-Up and Diet Pepsi to this day. Yeah. Because of the Diet Right and a Diet, the sweet taste of stealing it from my stepmom. Yeah. It was so good, you know? Yeah. We had, like, a lot of rules around our house that were, like, uh, uh, in retrospect, very strange you know like there was a living room and a family room uh-huh. and we weren't allowed in the living room like okay the kids we weren't allowed to sit on the couch in the living room we weren't allowed to listen to the radio in the living room and we weren't allowed to watch tv in the living yeah room. that's old school dude this is called the old school and then we would go down to the family room it's all yeah oh, and just bouncing off the walls but dirty everywhere milk with mold in it yeah but if my parents came down there it was all of a sudden their whole thing. Now we're watching America's Funniest Home Videos instead of In Living Color. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I used to make me so mad. It's like, go fucking upstairs and watch your dumb shit. Yeah, go sit on that stupid furniture with the wooden legs on it. It looked like a claw. It was wicker. <laughs> Ew! Ow! That's, that's sorry. <laughs> it was a wicker couch. That shit goes outside. You put that in the rain. I don't know. My parents really liked the Like, it was like uh, the little sticks. Yeah. And they were like... Kind of this yeah. fat of a couch, right? I'll show it to the camera. It's a pretty fat, like chair legs and arms on the couch, and then they had like floral printed. Yeah, that's supposed to go. Out, it's supposed to be outside. Like, well, in my in house, summer. that was the fancy furniture that we were not allowed, and they had a papa san up there. <laughs> no, I swear to fucking god, they didn't even. They called it a papa san too. Yeah, they were like, you're not allowed to sit in the papa san. Okay, and then we would. They would go to work <laughs> and just, we would fucking just, we destroyed the Papa San and ended up getting it downstairs yeah, in the those, basement, in the, in the family room. Those were good because you could launch people on those things. <laughs> we used to fucking put it on the floor and spin around in it. Like it was a, one of those sit and spins from back in the day. But yeah, we, we. Did they have a, did they have like a, uh. Like a leather beanbag chair up there, perhaps. That, that was some down downstairs stuff. Though. No, they're, but their fancy furniture sounds like a beanbag furniture would have not fit best. right in. I mean, at this scrap point, scrap leather beanbag chair. At this point now, they ended up getting a leather couch. Okay, for up there, my parents really like leather couches, and I think it's just because. When you walk into somebody's house and they have a leather couch, you're like, well, that's an expensive couch. It makes you think of sex. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't, actually. Yeah, leather- that's why people like it. That's why people get leather couches. Because it makes them think of steamy sex. Gross. <laughs> I thought my parents just got it because they were like, this projects wealth. When you come sure. into my home, they yeah, had to you, kill they killed- cows to make my furniture. That's true. You that's know? true. They ended up getting that later on, but they did... They started the living room with wicker furniture well, that they were very proud of. Started at the bottom. I mean, that stuff is so cheap and chintzy. <laughs> Papasan. I think they got it at Pier 1. The Papasan could come. I mean, that could make a comeback. I would like it. I could see I mean, a better my daughter bring into one. Yeah, like a metal Papasan or maybe like um, solid wood that's not like wicker. Yeah. Because that our Papa Son was wicker with a wicker base well, that it said. <laughs> think about it though. What if you don't wrestle on it? Do you think do you think it would maybe stand up to stand Yeah, up? maybe, but what if you don't what if you don't or you want to put Gwen in it and spin her as fast as you can? No, but I do have flashbacks now of sitting in that thing and it being all creaky and wickery. It just felt yeah. like sitting on a pile of sticks. You gotta rock you know? it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then you sit you, down. And then you also got to like, no one ever replaces the pad, but mm-hmm. you got to. Mm-hmm. You got to. They just get so beat down. Also, I'm 41 years old, and I don't even want to think about getting out of a pop song. <laughs> the noises you would make? Well, it's even just like, I'm like a right turtle on my, I would look like a turtle <laughs> on my back trying to get out of that thing. And I'm, rah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hate this fucking day. I already have trouble getting off my big couch. Okay. Okay. So, so uh that. so this place um this person read in the newspaper in the Washington Post that the place he worked for was laying off 80% of their staff. <laughs> he, they didn't tell him? Hadn't been told yet. <laughs> okay. Hadn't been to work or anything, but they must have been reading the paper before work or the internet. Nobody reads paper. Before work, and so they sent him a question about unemployment. They uh-huh. just shot him an email, and this is the response they got. And this was on uh, March fifteenth, so we were fully in here. Mm. We were lo- we were locked down okay. by this day. What day again? March fifteenth. Okay. Yes. And they were in. So they were also in Seattle, which was locked down much earlier. Than we were because it got there first. They're already in crisis, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the first email they got when they asked about like being laid off and unemployment. We are not being guided by science. It's all panic. Whoa! <laughs> the staff I have laid off would have preferred to co- have contracted the virus and kept their jobs. No, that's just the first. It's the, ruthless. Here's the thing. Uh, well, this. I'm sorry. This is a little tangent here. Did I talk about the dummies yet? Mm-hmm. You, oh no okay so i've been following along with the uh the uh virus hoax instagram people oh and a lot of them there's a lot of videos of newscasts where they're like they're using dummies and because during the news they'll show someone like hooking a respirator up to a dummy because you can't walk into a fucking hospital and just start filming somebody. No, you wouldn't want to be in the room where <laughs> yeah. the rest they're at, uh, intubating somebody yeah. with a camera because uh, the virus is contagious. <laughs> yeah, I know, but for them, that is the proof that they think that they're putting. They think that this is all a hoax and that they're actually bad enough to put dummies on TV, and everybody else is just like, "That's a real person." Yeah, I wonder what percentage of people like do you think all of the conspiracy people are down that rabbit hole or maybe some of them believe it no i mean some of the ones with copd got straightened up real quick yeah they were like i think this is something we should be worried about you know like i think i there's been a lot of turnaround for me there was a big change of heart for me just from snapchat I saw one video of this woman in her bed that her husband was filming her and she looked so fucking miserable that I was like, nope, I do not want that. I'm not even going to joke about saying I would take it. I'm not, I'm going to do everything I can not to fucking get that thing. Well, I'll say that like your instinct at the beginning, I mean, there are a lot of fucking things that, first of all, it started in China, you know, and, and like. It just felt very far away. Sure. You know, like I wasn't paying attention to coronavirus in the news at all. Yeah. Before this, I was just kind of, I maybe used it as a joke. I, you know what though? I actually knew because I was trying to order shoes from China and after Chinese New Year, we the, all the orders were shut down and I couldn't get any new bootleg merchandise. Yeah. 
<laughs> they were like, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I actually sent a friend a text to one of our friends. I can show you from like January, late, late January that says fucking coronavirus has shut down all the bootlegs. I'm not going to be able to get anything until March. Jeez. And I just I didn't mean, I even get it, like though. the thing is like when something we're so we're like conditioned that way in a weird way because we go to war so often and it happens in a faraway place and uh we're able to like I mean, you know, obviously there are anti very anti-war people that think about it every day, but in a way, you're able to like sort of put it out of your mind because it's just not happening here. Yeah. And it just feels impossible that something like that could happen here. It really did feel that way for a period to me. Well, I just didn't, I, I didn't feel impossible. It's just that there we've, I mean, like I said, there was other things that have happened, but none of them were, none of them got well, this serious. They were told, I've been told I've went through a pandemic before and they never took it this seriously. Right. That's, I mean, that's what I was getting to is just kind of like, uh, you've seen the news report on stuff like this many times and it never like touched your life or affected you at all. You know, like SARS didn't affect me and never got here. I just, I didn't ever even yeah. saw it. I didn't know. Nobody I knew died from it. And like uh, the other one, the bird flu. Yeah. It like happened and uh, I knew it happened, but it didn't change my life at all. I just kind of lived my regular life. Did I ask you this? Um, do you think uh, Chris Cuomo is faking it? <laughs> Have you I been mean, watching the updates? I mean, the truth is that most cases of it are relatively mild. And that, like, he could do what he's doing if he had a mild case of it. Case of it. He doesn't have a mild case. He said he saw a vision of his father sitting at the foot of his bed. Okay. <laughs> that he believed was actually there. And he said he would go and testify in court that he actually saw his dad that day. And he said that, like, on the news? He said that on the news. What, to his own brother, actually, yeah. Well, yeah, I know his brother is, like, a guy. I, I don't know about him. I mean, I, I don't trust any politicians. <laughs> okay, these, the, okay, the chat says he's faking it. Okay. Oh, That's really? A, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I, he's like, I've just been, like, groggy, man, and just, you know, if it's it's good right now, but then later, you know, and he's, he just... He's really skirting the... It's That's a smooth him. move, though. If you were a politician and you were trying to get elected... Yeah. And that would be the move, right? Well, he's Rand the, he's Paul the, got the, over it. Yeah, Rand Paul. And he's being an asshole about it, too. Of course he is. Did you see that? No, he said he, he's volunteering. That's what I mean, being an asshole. Yeah, like how? Like, Well, because he's like, eh, fucking I beat it. I guess I'll go help other well, people. Well, you can do that. You've developed right. the antibodies at that point. Right. You can. Like, I mean, if I beat it, I would go... I don't know what I would do. I'm not a medical person. What's Ben Carson doing? Ben Carson's got to run, retire them hands. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Bring him them beautiful, miraculous hands back to the surgery. <laughs> so uh, back to this. Uh, it's not worth losing your job over. Seattle's politicians are delivering a cure, which is worse than the disease. Yeah, that's a mega that's death a song. Big, but it's also like a conservative talking point. That's yeah. a very, like, that was something they were saying at the beginning. Like, we can't make the cure worse than the disease. And it's like, well, the disease kills people. Yeah. And the alternative is people not getting killed. I think I prefer that. Yeah. Because, like, what they're saying is. How much is it going to cost? Yeah. And you're, you're fucking, the cheesecake factory must be open so they don't go out of business, you know? Like, 
we're advocating for a world where losing your job doesn't mean the end of your life anyway. Yeah. I, I want that. So I don't want like a situation where something like this happens, everything shuts down and then everybody's fucked. Yeah. I want to be able to like, I want to be able to handle something like this. And also when you come out on the other end, you know, cause I just, I worry that people aren't going to get their jobs back. I That's think, not, I mean, like, it's going to be a whore. The account, I mean, it's, it's no one's people aren't going to get their jobs back. There's going to be a fucking horrible, uh, economy to come back to. Yeah. That's why we shouldn't. So <laughs> come back like, to the economy. Yeah, let's just you know. I mean, they're going to finagle it any way they can, unless they fuck it up to the point where we we uh, take care of the problem. You know, just because we're forced to out of like some sort of biological need uh, as people to you know show our true power. Well, Lauren, uh, a friend I had on the third show back when we were doing those uh, on Twitter. LLW one of my favorites nine zero. She posted yesterday that it's like it fucking sucks to sit here and know that they're gonna end lockdown and then it's gonna spike and they're gonna start lockdown again and then it's gonna spike and they're gonna start lockdown again and that we're gonna be in an endless cycle of this because they can't just fucking be closed until it's gone. Like in the end, if you want the cure. If you if if you're gonna lock down, the cure is to lock down until we're all better. Yeah, or until the case until yeah. the cases are declining. Yes, yes. Which is, uh, you know, I have to say, I was I've been checking the the charts for Ohio, and we have maintained a very small increase in cases. Like I have I have this graph that I check every single day, and it shows like projected amount versus actual amount, and uh, we it's worked. It's absolutely yeah. where Ohio got on it early enough. And as I, we've taken it seriously, whatever it is, uh, it seems that it's, it's at least, uh, under control. There was a new, um, some study out of Washington university that also said that we have all of the beds and respirators and everything to meet the peak demands. Mm -hmm. So, um, it, it is something that, like you said, is very easy. Everybody stop what you're doing, but, we, there needs to be, we need money. The only, yeah. the only reason we wouldn't, the only reason we can't comply with a quarantine is we need fucking money. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, my sister was over yesterday and was, she worked at a restaurant and got laid off cause of coronavirus. And, uh, she came over and was like, you know, it looks like Ohio's doing pretty good. You know, we're going to flatten, flatten the curve and everything's going to go back to normal. I was like, the fucking problem with that is if we do that, before everybody else does, that's also bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's the fucking thing. It's like, when they say we're all in this together, they don't mean just people in Ohio or in it with people from Ohio, but we're in, we're on the same planet yeah. as people. We're in the same landmass as a bunch of people. So, like, if Montana decides to just be like, eh, well, they probably don't aren't in lockdown anyway. I don't have a huge population, but it it, it we're Florida, right? Florida's going to be going on a lot longer. Michigan they didn't lock down for a long time. Yeah, Michigan's doing okay, I think. Okay, I believe. No. Okay, but I don't know. They have less people than us. I don't remember. I read the thing and then it seemed okay. So anyway, yeah. this person, uh, Christy Light's income and all the reps' income is on its way to zero. If you think it's worth it to have your income obliterated because you don't want to delay contracting a virus that is likely to take you a week or two to recover from, I respect your priorities. That doesn't sound Yeah, that true. sounds 
That sounds a little condescending. It does. And then uh, he put like ellipses, dot, 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 but he put like five of them. Dot, and he dot, said, dot. But mine are very different. As long as we quarantine all the old people, I see no reason for all this silliness. Okay. Silliness, this guy says. I have no money to contribute to technicians when 200 of my staff are without a job and I'm doing everything possible to keep as many employed. This is hitting those who cannot afford it. Seattle's leadership is sadly misguided and many people are suffering as a result. So that was March 15th. Christy Lights, we got an update on Christy Lights that uh, came in Monday. Christy Lights. A tremendous amount has taken place over the past month, and our team has been incredible at responding what, to the challenge. What was this date again? Seattle. What Washington. date? I'm sorry, what date? This was Monday. Oh, so March 15th to now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, to now. So let's see. Thanks to all of you for your hard work, sacrifice, and positive attitude. While this has been a miserable time, it has been very satisfying to see our new staff reach new heights. What What does that mean? What is he talking about? Are they doing lights still? Special thing. I get, yeah, they're like going in <laughs> to the arenas and just setting them up and being like, whatever show comes... The lights will be there for them, you know? <laughs> yeah, maybe they do the lights before the show, I guess. Okay. By numerous accounts, business is unlikely to start up until September. Yeah, I mean, that sounds... When it does, it's expected to return solely. The stay-at-home orders continue to extend, and it will be no surprise if it takes till June 1st in the U.S. and Canada before they are lifted. Sounds about right. Okay. Disney is taking reservations for June, which is positive. Like, <laughs> Disney's a doctor? Yeah. Like, well, Disney's doing it, yeah. so that sounds good. Yeah. They have the best risk analysis team in the game. Does this dude... Was this dude setting up a Disney vacation for June? Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, huh. They found... <laughs> they found some cheap flights. <laughs> we can fly in right before the quarantine is over, and then boom, right into Disneyland. <laughs> But Toronto has officially announced that there will be no live events prior to July 1st. I expect our shops to be officially open by July, but anticipate little to no activity over the summer. Here's some good news. We're using this downtime for numerous internal projects, software development, trust up. So they're, they're doing some stuff in there, you know, flight places, which automate the tracking, Check out and check in in cases. This downtime offers us a rare opportunity to upgrade our business, and we're doing everything we can to make the most of it. When we open our doors, we will be launching some special programs for our rep team designed to make us extremely competitive in what we anticipate will be a tough market. More information to follow in separate messages. I suspect that most of you are finding it difficult to remain cloistered inside your homes for weeks on end. Not all of us have the same op option as Thailand's king, who has taken over a luxury German hotel to isolate from the coronavirus, along with a harem of 20 women. Okay. What I'm is okay? Now this? <laughs> He's just like, goddamn, imagine. Well, he does. He imagine says, being in quarantine with a harem. I am at home with Louise and have been told I will... Have no wife if I don't help with some of the domestic chores. Whoa! <laughs> what an asshole. This guy is fucking hot because he has to do the dishes yeah. now. He He's, wants to he, be at a hair he wants to be a harem in Germany in a German hotel. What a miserable person. 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. What a fucking dude, man. That is a good one. That is a good one. So that's what a piece of shit. Christy Lights. Not Huntley my favorite. Chrisley. Hunt, no. Hunt, Hunt, Huntley Christie is the name. Christy Light, no longer my favorite drink. <laughs> it's still my favorite drink, man. That's for sure. <laughs> that's insane. I know. The harem part is just like. What? What are you doing? This is a this is an employee fucking. E- this goes to employees, right? This yeah. isn't like this isn't like a joke at the bar. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's very. That's a weird conversation to have. Like to add. Yeah. That. Uh, he just can't reach out. He just the only people we can tell that he hates his wife is his employees in the <laughs> in the newsletter. He has nobody else to go to. All of his friends. <laughs> think texting is for teenage girls right they think oh it's my all god yeah yeah uh, they won't facetime they think that's loser shit they only believe you can talk on a rotary phone and he won't just ring them up on his rotary phone and tell them about his feelings yeah yeah it's sad that's, it is it's poor he's hunting. miserable but he's an asshole and he's in charge and he should be kicked out of it yeah fuck that he should guy. be thrown on his ass you know he's miserable with his wife um We wanted to reach everyone on a few concerns that have been brought up over the past couple days. We understand the events and uncertainties that we are facing as a country and at this point have a little control over decisions being made. So uh, this is for uh, First Place Realty, LLC. Okay. Okay. I wonder if they're in first place. I wonder if they really are in first place. Can I get a drink? Yeah, go get a drink. I'll sprint. You know, fucking do what you got to do, man. Go get yourself a drink. I, I will hold off on reading this this realty company, which is uh, you know, that's that's different. You know, th- this these are some good internal emails. This one doesn't have anything about a harem in it though. Okay, so that's a bummer. Really, no, no. Uh, can you imagine writing that down to like our employees just sitting there like, what if we put a little thing in there? About a harem that this Thai, Thailand's king has of yeah. 20 women in a hotel. What if yeah. you added that? Yeah, that's disgusting. That's one of those, that's one of those, they really do it right in some places. Yeah. Type of attitude, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, rent payment. So these people collect rent. This is this is a place, a, a rental office. You know okay. what it reminds me of, actually? Tom Likas. Tom yeah. Likas in the way every time, like, uh... A Mexican dude would call in. He would say, I love that culture. I love the way that men are men down there and they don't take any shit from women. It's completely in line with that. It is. It is. It is for sure. I mean, and complaining about cleaning up around the house. I know. The reason that, okay, this isn't right or anything, but the reason that a CEO type or even like somebody like me wouldn't, like when when me and my wife, when I was work from when I was like raising the kid, right? Home. Stay at home. Stay at home dad. When I yeah. stay at home dad, like my wife didn't just come home and do a bunch of work after yeah. work. Cause I did all the fucking work around the house. Yeah. You know, but when you're both not going to work, you both got a fucking pitch and you can't just be like, I'm not, Oh, I'm still doing my thing. You know, watching probably Fox news from the, from the, stuff i saw coming from this person (laughs) yeah it's i mean it's bullshit i think that for me 
I, like the macho stuff is pathetic. You you are so useless without a woman. Like without yeah. a woman to come and and clean the skid marks out of your underwear and wash your dishes and do everything for you, you're absolutely helpless piece of shit that could never couldn't survive on their own. You know? Yeah. It just is such a weak position. Yeah. 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 Like you can't you can't clean your own motherfucking clothes. You don't know how to wipe down this mirror. You've been flossing your teeth all over this fucking mirror and you never considered how you get this shit off. Just fucking eating baked beans out of the can for <laughs> yeah. dinner every night. Is that like the life you were trying to live? Oh, probably beanie weenies, because beans aren't don't have any meat in them, you know? You get the can of the beans with the wieners in it. Oh, you get it all together? You get it all together. You just eat it right Cold. out of the fucking can. Cold, yeah. Did I, did, uh, Garbage Brain University, uh, Natalie said when she met Drew, he didn't even use hot water for his oatmeal. What, like, so he, he just, like, he just put what, he just got oats wet and just ate it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's Sounds, pretty low. Yeah. Yeah. He just, but I told him that's called overnight oats. Now, if he would have done it and put it in the fridge overnight, <laughs> you can charge twelve dollars for it in Brooklyn. When I w- <laughs> there's that mush stuff is like, have you seen mush? Yeah, I know what mush is. It's my like parents five, used to make it all the time. Well, no, there's a comp. No, there's a overnight oats in the like natural part of the grocery store, and it's like five or six dollars a serving. I'm talking like one cup. Of oats and dates and you know flax oh, seeds. You're not talking about mush that's in talking- a tube in the uh, near the meats, like scrapple. No, it's called mush. I'll look it up. My parents loved mush growing up. I'm a I, I was a scrapple man, but that was only because uh, my family um, didn't eat any. My family ate the same thing, but I used to hang out with these Philly motherfuckers, and they thought scrapple was the best thing ever. So I'd ride my bike over early in the morning on Sunday and go eat scrapple with them. Mush is a type of cornmeal pudding or porridge, Ooh, which is yes. usually boiled in water or milk. I like that mush. That's a mush I want. It is often allowed to set or gel into a semi-solid. They cut into flat squares or rectangles and pan fried. That's what my parents did. They would buy mush in like a tube uh-huh. and they would cut it into slices and then they would like just saute. It's like polenta, basically, is yeah. what it is. But it's got a better name, Mush. Mush, just Mush. You know, we're just talking. Mush I was telling that. some people of how about when we did that show in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, how they had filling on the menu, and I just think that's such a gross name. For it's food. stuffing is all. Yeah, it, is. it was stuffing, but filling like stuffing because you stuff it in a turkey. Filling just sounds like open your gullet. I'm gonna throw a scoop in. <laughs> <laughs> like just swallow this, swallow this bread. You need to be full. Yeah. So this place is. They're a rental office. They're the people you go to to pay your rent, like drop it off. And it's a person, the secretary or some person sitting behind a desk and they like take it and do whatever. Yeah. This is, that's what, who this is. Yeah. That's a rental company, rental company, like Cronial. Yeah. So it says rental payment, rent payments. They're giving them instructions on rent payments. We understand that some of our tenants have lost hours at work due to working on campus. However, rent is still expected by the first of every month and late fees will still apply. Please do not call the office or email us about this since everyone is expected to pay rent in a timely fashion. P.S. Please refrain from flushing any items other than toilet paper. That one <laughs> seems like there was a problem. In the <laughs> yeah, that was just <laughs> issue in the office. Now that I have your attention. 
keep your keep the keep your socks out of the uh, drains. Stop uh, flushing chicken McNuggets down the drain. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, I mean, this is, I, I mean, this is, I think the breaking point, um, we have right now a situation where I just saw somebody said like a little bit of less than one third of rent wasn't paid on April 1st, yeah. like a th- you know, a third of people missed the payment. Yeah. Um, and we are in a country that does not want to provide any sort of relief whatsoever the best that the best deal that we're getting is that they are just going to not charge late fees. Like whenever they say we're not in quarantine anymore, you're going to have four months of rent due, but it won't have late fees on it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they're expecting they're expecting you to pay through the whole thing. Um, and, it's a and double dip too by the landlords. I think they're going to double dip on us. Where like they're going to get their mortgage forgiven over the months, and then we're still going to pay our rent. Like we'll th- see. Yeah. There's no way they're gonna fucking cut. There's no way they're gonna be like, "Hey guys, you don't have to pay your rent this month because we're gonna get the money covered." Yeah. There, I just don't think I. My, I have nice landlord, and I don't think they're gonna do that. I think all the landlords are gonna double dip on this. Yeah, it's um, it's gonna create a situation. There's gonna be enough people uh, that don't have houses that they'll be able to form an angry mom big enough to solve our problem. Well, and this idea that the banks are gonna like take a loss is such bullshit. Yeah, you know what I mean. The banks can, never lose; they always win. Well, they can always print more money. They they're they in control did all of that. that yeah. You know, why don't they print one of them trillion dollar coins? That's what, get one of them coins that is going to use the coinage from the past. Yeah, it makes sense. Remember they were just going to make a coin to symbolize like a new amount of money? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they actually do that when they when they do the quantitative easing stuff. They do make like a trillion dollar bill to like do a... I believe they do make something to, to do like a false symbolism that this money has been transferred, if I remember. A, a, a check, maybe? Yeah, probably a check. Yeah, write a trillion dollar personal check on their minions checks. Pull out my check that has like the crayon address drawn on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, trillion dollar coins are real. Yeah, I knew that. They were talking about doing one a couple years ago. No, we that's how they pay. Stuff. No, no. How does America pay for a $2 trillion Corona leaf relief bill with two motherfucking coins? Two one trillion. There's $1 trillion coins. You thought Sacagaweas were cool. Wait till you see that one trillion dollar coin. Do you have? Is there pictures of it? I don't know where they're at. They're probably fake. Yeah, they're probably plastic. It's probably like really, like uh, yeah, man. This whole thing is so like the idea the the rent the um what's the word the um oh there is they have a trillion dollar coin. I'll take one. Yeah, uh, and one for me too. Man. <laughs> who's on it? I'm trying to see who's on it. It's a guy with like a really tight haircut. Oh God, who is that? Um, oh, I think they put Obama. They put Obama on it. Whoa, that to trigger to trigger the conservatives? No, I think when they make them, they just put whoever's the president that oh, decided to make the trillion dollar. It's kind coin. of it's like a demerit. Yeah, like it's a mark against you. Like if you have some coins with your face on them, then you did <laughs> you did some bad deals. Yeah, yeah, it's a platinum coin, and then there's another one that has the statue. It looks like a quarter, basically. It's not impressive at all. Just imagine accidentally dropping that in like a subway token thing. They should use that to like, 
Like if like let's say Donald Trump is like the president. Here's what they should do with the trillion dollar coin. <laughs> the president should flip it at the Super Bowl. Like, for the coins that the Super Bowl, it should be the president flipping a trillion-dollar coin with their face on it. Yeah. Yes. Now we're talking. (laughs) I don't think Obama's on it. I think that's a a mock-up. That would be cool, though, if they did that. They were just like... And they made Obama copper-colored on the coin, too. Cool. On the mock-up. Cool. Well... Yeah, that's so weird, man. Let's make it just let's just make five, six more of them just to be safe. Yeah, let's just do a couple. Well, and then the Trump bucks are going to start coming in. Your landlord's going to get a cut of that too. How so? That's what I'm calling it, Trump bucks, because most people are just going to use it to fucking get out from underwater on their fucking rent. Yeah, that's what I mean. Imagine, I mean, the thing is, is that they expect you, they expect you to pay your but your back rent with that check is what their their game their you know that's what their game is yeah and uh i don't think that's gonna happen because that much money doesn't go very far no i, I mean twelve hundred dollars i mean it sounds nice to have or whatever it's not shit if you're like a single person living at home you're unemployed you're you're like not you're you haven't had your paycheck in like a month now uh, $1,200 is going to be gone in five minutes. Over the course of three months. Exactly. I mean, you know, you get, maybe you get, maybe you, maybe you do the right thing. Maybe you get your $1,200 and you pay your rent and you buy your groceries and stuff. And then what do you do after that? Um, work on, I mean, work on sharpshooting skills, I think basically. Yeah. Um, I mean, I work don't on, you know, uh, physical fitness regimen right now. Work on your fighting skills. I would say as much as you can. Yeah, yeah, that's probably good. And like, do that thing where you like with the tires. Yeah, do do the, tires. do the NFL combine. It's a perfect time yeah, to do the NFL, the NFL combine. combine in your yard. Uh, this is perfect time to do army shit. Um, so let's- did did you see that post that some that some landlord was like, "Hey, if you give me twelve months rent right now, I'll give you a break." Ew. You didn't see that? No. <laughs> oh, all right. I'll get you back. I got one for you. Thank you. I this would is, love to hear this. Yeah, it was... This is... I don't know. I also... I uh, I saw the I saw the people that were, like, trying to raise money and give gift cards and all that shit, you know, for paying your rent on time. No, I don't want to do that either. I'd rather just not pay my rent. You know, the, but, but the, like, the grocery stores are falling apart too. I who's my? Who, I have someone in my DMs actually that works for Publix. Oh, I would love to hear that too. I'm I'm trying to get these frontline workers stuff out there. You know, that was like my whole prep for the show was basically listen to this crazy shit. You ready? I am. Hi, Sydney. During this time of uncertainty, I've decided to make you a one-time special offer in order to give you some stability in an unstable time. I'm willing to offer you discounted rent if you would like to prepay for a certain period of time. I have two offers for you which are are as follows. Offer 1. Prepay for 12 months of rent and get 3 months for free. Essentially, you're getting 15 months for the price of 12. Additionally, you are guaranteeing that rent will not be increased for the 15-month period. Great deal. Great deal. Let me just get my wallet. I have 12 $1,000 bills in my pocket, and uh, then I can give that to you. That's that's a good investment, right? That's a good investment. I actually did see 
God, what was I gonna like? I saw uh, no, I saw Kamala Harris on MSNBC, a clip of her on MSNBC today talking about how like we're gonna freeze the interest, not allow credit card companies to charge interest over this time because people are hurting. You know? Sure, and they're gonna be because that's exactly what people people are putting groceries on the credit card. Yeah. People are gonna be paying now. They're going to pay fees for the next 20 years on some asparagus that they bought during a time of crisis. You're totally right about that, too. Um, so this the other the other option, which is maybe a little bit doable for you, Brian, uh, prepay for six months and get one month free. Also, you will lock in your rental rate for a full year against rent increases. It's what? like, aren't you in charge of that? Yeah, you, you're yeah like, don't fucking do that. Rent. Yeah. yeah, it's like protection money. It's racket, right? Isn't that what it's called? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I would never have. I like. I can't even imagine having that money. Much money ever. You know. Well, here's what they say. I understand. Not everyone will be in a position to take advantage Nobody of these will. offers. If you have the opportunity, if you do have the ability, it's a great opportunity to save money. Put your tax return to work for you. Sounds like Susie Orman, right? I'm helping you out. Hey, buddy, give me all your money. I'm yeah. helping you out. Let me help you out. If you give let me help you get the money to me. The wheel. I mean, look, I'm gonna like. Okay, the the worst landlords, the very worst ones, are the ones that like I gotta pay, you gotta pay, and that's it. You know what I mean? Those are the worst ones. Yeah. They're at the very bottom. But then up from but up from them. You got the wheeling and dealing landlords, which is kind of like, I don't love it. Yeah. But they're at least part of wheeling and dealing is dealing. So maybe they seem like you could work with them. Yeah. And on top of that, it's the ones that are like, I'm just not going to charge. Yeah. Which I've seen a lot of those. too. There has been a few not going to charge landlords. Yeah. Yeah, We've heard stories of. Yeah. Um, So this person works at Publix. Um, Apparently, they've got a $50 gift card. That was their like... That was their hazard pay. I saw... Oh, to to fucking Publix? Yeah, yeah. To have all of the... Everybody... No, I mean, like, nobody is immune from going to the grocery store. Like, everybody in the fucking you, city, every infected single motherfucker in the, in the country has to go to the grocery store. Why don't they just let them walk around and fucking pick up whatever the fuck they want and leave? It's, like, basically what, I mean, they, get, putting a $50 limit on it kind of sucks. We're gonna, I don't know. The, I, the car pick, Kroger is working on their car pickup right now, which I think is where they're going to go to eventually. Car? What do you mean by car pick? Like going they had, and having them bring? Like, yeah, they had a line out. all the way around the fucking parking lot that yeah. was just people waiting for their orders. Yeah. They, okay. Okay. Sorry. Go what ahead. What else is it? Pub? Is there more public? So this person said um, that they just released uh, an April 2020 retail pay review guideline, and so. The 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 raises right now are going to be based on merit and the manager's discretion. So there's no like, there's no hazard pay. There's no like, uh, you know, a, across the board, everybody gets a dollar right now. It's th- you- thank you for serving us. Th- what I mean, a dollar is crazy because the uh, the reason I'm saying that is the highest raise on here is seventy five cents. Mm. Jesus Christ! The highest raise I mean, you could get. This means if you're kissing your boss's ass, 
and you know you're sharing some COVID hoax memes with them as you come into work every day, doing the right thing. You're one of the lucky people that's going to get seventy five cents. I guess I'll say like. The grocery stores have no reason to be tightening their belts right now. They're actually doing very well yeah. in this. They're like the only thing that's open. Well, Lowe's too. And Lowe's <laughs> and, and the uh, head job. Dairy Queen also yeah. had a line. You know, the, 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 the funny thing is, is like the head shop is owned by a company that owns a dirty bookstore, like right next to it. Dirty bookstores close. Yeah, you're probably not allowed to do dirty. Well, but. People I mean, are at the, home. What the fuck you need from the, the head shop? I would say the sex shop is just as important as Lowe's. Like, you're going to be hammering and nailing in the I've bedroom, heard. or you can do it outside uh, on the sh- on a sh- build a shed. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I don't see- think anything. I, I Truthfully, I think the head shop could probably fucking not be open right now. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they the only thing that they have um is that 91% alcohol cuz that's how you clean your dab rig. Yeah. So they have they might have be the last place in town where you can get uh some isopropyl alcohol, alcohol. Dude, I think you have a big bottle from CVS. Yeah, CVS are open. They don't have it anymore. Why? They don't sell it? No, they're sold out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I just the uh brewery down the street from me Made hand sanitizer. Yeah, there's a lot of Malort made. I want a bottle of that Malort. They made. A, but they're hard to get. What I was gonna say is they. You brought a growler. Okay. And they filled it up for nine dollars, and uh, apparently they sold out like immediately. The line. I mean, the line actually didn't cause too much trouble in the neighborhood because there was <laughs> fucking no, no, nobody's really out driving anyway. But I guess the line was really fucking long for it and they sold out immediately. So the yeah. hand sanitizer biz, they're probably going to stay uh-huh. on that too. That, that industry is going to do better than ever, ever. What? Hand sanitizer. Oh, yeah. I think that's another one that's like, hopefully you're paying your employees a fuck ton of money yeah. right now because you're doing well. Like the, the grocery store can afford to, because I know they're making more. I know they're doing well. They're packed all day. You know, there's people there all fucking day, every single day. There's a lot of folks that avoid that did avoid the grocery store and had the money to just order food out for every single meal that now have found themselves having to make stuff at home. Yeah, I mean, when you're ordering the food out, like like me, like I order more food delivered, and, and it's just like so much more expensive on those apps. I mean, it's a lot because I like got a meal today that would have been twenty five dollars if I didn't have it delivered, and it was fifty because I God, had it delivered. Double. Like, you're looking at like yeah, I mean, you can't get out of there for less than I bought two McFlurries for fourteen dollars. Oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> I wanted a fucking McFlurry. I re- what I really wanted was a Reese Cup Blizzard. They sell all of this bullshit ass ice cream at the grocery store. You can't make a fucking you can't make a soft serve treat from the grocery store. They have you Snickers, try. Reese's. They have all of the ice cream. That's not a soft serve treat. I'm looking Grow for a specific up. It's kind hard of times. Treat. It's hard times, motherfucker. <laughs> It's hard times. Real hard times. <laughs> grow up. You grow up and you eat the hard ice cream. Yeah, eat hard pack ice cream. But I don't want to eat ice cream. I don't have a I don't have a scoop for no, it. No. I don't want to eat ice cream then. If it's the hard ice cream. I like the soft ice cream. I don't really care for ice cream very much. I I like the soft stuff. So sometimes I'll get a blizzard. A $7 one. 
Yeah, well, that was a McFlurry, and yes, that, you, that was excessive. But they're three dollars a piece anyway. This man, so it would have been six dollars. It was just eight dollars more to have it. Delivered. Just eight dollars, yeah, nothing. Yeah. This reminds me of when you tried to uh, get me to get a blizzard at one of the casinos. <laughs> one of those old ass casinos had a blizzard pit. Yeah, like you could go down there and get blizzards. And I said no, and we went to Steak and Shake and got that concrete oh, thing. Shake Shack. <laughs> shake Shack, Shake Shack, it sorry. Was it was the worst fucking treat. The yeah. blizzard was way better than whatever that, that bullshit they have at Shake the, Shack is. The blizzard, oh my God, that's Shake Shack. Let me oh, tell you something. Shake Shack. They just sprinkle some stuff on top of their concretes at Shake yeah. Shack, and then it's just a soft serve ice cream. Yeah, they don't do anything to it's it. crummy. They don't even mix it blizzard. right. Yeah, I think it, w- it wasn't Circus Circus. It was one of those old ratty ones. Had a it was a like blizzard an Excalibur, sta- maybe. A- okay, yes, that sounds right. There was a Blizzard station in the, in the middle <laughs> of all the gambling. You could go get yourself a nice Blizzard. Dude, I fucking probably love seven those bucks things. too. I fucking love those things. They're yeah. only they're they're expensive here though too. I mean, you go to fuck Dairy Queen and get three blizzards, you're looking at the price of, like, eating a meal at McDonald's. I'm off blizzards, man. I can't do it with my tum-tum. I know. The only, but you know what? We Neither moved, can I. I just do. <laughs> we moved away from it. The one I used to live near had an Orange Julius attached, which was I fucking loved. Like, just give me some of that orange juice. <laughs> but uh, the new one doesn't have fucking Orange Julius. I just like a thick. I like what a is thick, orange Julius? I don't know. It's some weird. I know it's got eggs in it. Does it? I know orange Julius. Shit. They they fucking. I wish. I think it does. I think it's, it's like, like an a egg thick... and some uh, uh, orange juice and some ice. Okay, that sounds right. I'm looking. Is it, it up. old? That's an old timey drink. It's yeah. It's like drinking so, a fucking. What's that thing? What were those things called back in the day? The uh, uh, phosphate. It's like drinking a phosphate. Drinking a phosphate with yeah. your best young lady. Yeah, orange Julius is just a creamsicle. It's Julius. good. They make it seem like. Did it's you just fruit. use the chat? Because I'm telling you that they have eggs in them. Maybe the original ones. If you're thinking about like, I will have an egg cream. You know? Yeah. Oh, I, what a bad <laughs> name for a treat, too. Pour up some mineral water with a little squirt of uh, rhubarb syrup on top and crack an egg on it and call me a happy boy. Here's what it is. How to make an orange Julius. Maybe I'll make one when I get home and just They're see the what it's shit, all about. Dude. I think about them. I knew they were California. Like, the, they were... I watched... The, I saw them in movies and at the malls in the movies that were from California. And I think that's where they're from originally. And they finally made it to Ohio, and I can't even get it anymore. That's sad. I'm looking at a recipe. I, I'm really trying to find out what the... Oh, here's a copycat. This is like when you want to make them just like Orange Julius. This is in special or nothing. You need uh, frozen orange juice, milk, water, sugar, vanilla, and ice cubes. So okay. I was wrong about the eggs. It does have milk in it. I'm going to make them myself. I'm going to do an almond milk. I'll do an oat milk orange Julius. I'm going to have to come up with a different name for it. <laughs> you know, it's still orange. Why would you come up with a different name? <laughs> because Julius does his with milk. <laughs> Bredelis does his with oat milk. Yeah. Or pea milk. Yeah, I, I understand. But like milk is milk. You know, in my opinion, I mean, there are hacks okay, out there that I got yell you. at you for calling it oat milk. Show me an almond's nipples. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but 
I just think whatever's okay. milk is milk. So you can call yours a fucking orange Julius, and Brett, I'll drink one with you. You okay? I'm gonna prepare an orange oh, Julius God. for you next time. So when we come, so we're gonna have an orange Julius before the call-in show. If I can, I have to go to risk my oh, life and go to the right. store. That's right. I wonder if an orange Julius I'm, is like if you have to use the whole frozen orange. I could probably gonna, order it. Order I'm gonna it. put it on our. Um, I'm gonna put. Uh, Six I'm going to put it on our project management plan to make sure that we can get this. <laughs> All right. I think we did it, Brett. That was uh, uh, a loose show. It was a little good time there. Yeah. We did some twists and turns. I had fun. Thanks for listening to Street Fight Radio. We're here every single Wednesday and Sunday. I'm also doing some ex- exclusive live streams on Instagram. So follow me on Instagram at Street Fight WCRS. Uh, Brian's doing bonus material that's available over on patreon.com. Uh, I'm trying to talk to more organizers and get that out there. We're doing as much content as we can and working on, you know, giving you more than you could ever need. So thanks for supporting what we do. Sorry, I had to get that burp out. Thanks for supporting what we do and uh, continuing. I can, I can let people know what's coming out. Sure, let them know. Uh, the wrap up show for March Madness just came out. Uh, next week, Shocktober, there is an episode of Shocktober that me and Felix did that's a lot about Opie and Anthony. It's got Ted Nugent, and it's got uh, 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 a lot of man-cow. We did, like, half, roughly half man-cow. So we got a Shocktober coming, and then next, at the end of the week, I talked wrestling with my buddies Kevin and Chris from the uh, Bad Wrestling Podcast. And then next week is the beginning of Holy Boys uh, with me and Tom Sexton. We are going to talk a different mega preacher every week for like eight weeks. So, uh, it's coming. I got a call from my dog down the road. He asking for his picture, like, bro, what's the hold up? Money ain't the only thing he needs some more. Shout out say he wanna see how he brought up and growed up. And now, day, now you probably hear me on the radio. Leaving at the club, I hear him turning up the stereo. This is what we dreamed of, this is what we ready for. I'm screaming, free my niggas. Today, open up every door. I still think about eight ball. Mission, my Free eight ball, 15 years old, selling dope. Me, you dreadin' eight dog. Caught a body at 17, I was doing time in the state, y'all. Code of told on my nigga, and they let the fuck nigga skate, dog. Fuck 12, fuck jail, mighty well, burning your face off. They'll give a dope boy the same thing they give a nigga rape, dog. Then give a white boy who raped some 10 year eight off. A bunch of nigga victim to the bullshit and system getting paid off. Too many niggas I grew with, uh, went to elementary, middle uh, school with. Uh, got so much time from the judge, young nigga don't know what to do with it. Keep your head at all costs, nigga. It ain't over till the lights off, nigga. We win some and we lost, nigga. You still a motherfucking boss, nigga. I got a call from my dog down the road store. He asking for his picture, like, bro, what's the hold up? Money ain't the only thing he needs some more. Shout to say he wanna see how he brought up and growed up. And now, day, now you probably hear me on the radio. Leaving at the club, I hear him turning up the stereo. This is what we dreamed of, this is what we ready for. I'm screaming, free my niggas. Today, open up every door.